We are going to unpack everything from yesterday's loss. But I want to know from everyone watching right now. Do you guys want me to do an Arthur Smith replacement video? Three straight losses, four and six. Are we at that point where we have to start looking at potential Arthur Smith replacements? With the Falcons going into a bye, this could be a good topic to talk about this upcoming week. So give me your honest thoughts down below in the comment section. I want to start things off by saying everyone watching right now is a certified sicko, but also a Purple Heart recipient. Because if you are tuning into Falcons content after a third straight loss coming to a one-win Cardinals team, well, one, thank you very much. Otherwise, I wouldn't have a job. But two, pat yourself on the back because this is not an easy thing to wake up and go searching for. But we have a lot of important things to talk about on today's show. So with that being said, let's kind of recap the game just a little bit, give some final thoughts, and then we're going to talk about Arthur Smith and whether or not he should be or will continue to be the head coach of this team. But Desmond Ritter filled in for Taylor Heineke after he went down with a low-grade hamstring injury. I feel like if the Falcons really needed Heineke to go back out there, he could have continued playing. But ultimately, just how Heineke was able to replace Ritter with a phantom-ish injury Arthur Smith is able to go to Desmond Ritter with a bit of a phantom-ish injury for Taylor Heineke. So it is up for grabs for who will be the starting quarterback moving forward. Desmond Ritter came in four for six, 39 yards, one rushing touchdown. And I think we're going to see Desmond Ritter take the starting job back after the bye week. So Art spoke to the media today. He did not say who the starting quarterback will be. Now last week on Monday, he did say it was Taylor Heineke. This week, he wants a little bit more time to reflect on the game. But Joe Patrick, who covers the Falcons, tweeted out, head coach Arthur Smith said he's not going to announce the team's starting quarterback yet, but will make that call to start the week next week. Said both players need improvements in certain areas, but liked where Ritter was at after a reset. After the, I mean, during the press conference, all the, just the body language and the, you know, a little of, dissecting quotes and reading in between the lines, it feels like Desmond Ritter is going to be this team's starting quarterback after the bye. That was the overall vibe and the overall takeaway I got from just little snippets coming out of Arthur Smith's press conference today. Here's a little bit more on what Arthur Smith said about Desmond Ritter following the loss. What you saw with Des was very encouraging. What he went through is tough for anybody, but I always watch for players who want the ball when the game's on the line. And that's what I saw from Dez. Ultimately, I predict Desmond Ritter will become the starter after the bye. And this is becoming a bit of a clown show. Like, this is the National Football League. You have all offseason to figure out the best 22 players. Usually, you don't need a head coach to figure out who the best 22 players are, right? Your average Joe can tell you Chris Lynchum should start and Mac, I mean, Drake London should start a wide receiver. But quarterback... That's a bit of a uh, particular situation. Now, if you don't have a Tom Brady, you don't necessarily know who your starting quarterback is right off the bat, meaning you might need to have a good training camp to figure out who QB1 is. Ultimately, Atlanta went into training camp with Desmond Ritter as the anointed starter, and I don't know if that was a good idea or not because halfway through the season, they decided to bail on Ritter and go to Taylor Heineke, only to go back to Desmond Ritter in my eyes. So a sip, snap, sip, snap, sip, snap. Is just a bad sign of coaching and stability and overall decision-making up top about who the best starting quarterback is.
because they're trying to figure that out on the fly. Well, you only get 17 games. You just don't have games to waste to figure out who the best quarterback is. Now, Heineke filling in for Ritter for two and a half games pretty much completed 55% of his passes. He threw for 498 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. He's lucky that one is not a bigger number from the Vikings game. But it didn't really give me any more encouragement seeing Taylor Heineke out there from what we saw with Desmond Ritter. Sure, the turnovers went down with Heineke, and that's a big bonus. But the overall offense just sort of hit a wall with Taylor Heineke. At least with Ritter, they were moving the ball down the field. They were just turning it over in the red zone, which you can't have, and that's worthy of getting benched. But at least I felt like the Falcons' offense was you know, able to have more explosive plays and pick up big chunks of yardage at time with Desmond Ritter. With Heineke, they did not even attempt a pass further than 10 yards from the line of scrimmage until the fourth quarter against the Cardinals. This is not an Arizona secondary filled with pro bowlers. It's a secondary filled with day three draft picks and UDFAs outside of Buda Baker. So very disappointing stuff altogether. But if you had to pick a quarterback, who would it be? Heineke or Ritter? I would roll with Desmond Ritter. It's crazy to think that we have gone like kind of full circle of me not being crazy about Desmond Ritter going into the season, me warming up to Desmond Ritter a little bit, me cooling off on Desmond Ritter because of the turnovers, and then me going back to Desmond Ritter. But that has been the Falcons' experience this season, right? Desmond Ritter hasn't shown me a ton to believe that he is the starting QB for future years, but I have seen enough to know he's the best option for this season, right? There's no one coming through the door to save the rest of the year. you got two guys, Heineke and Ritter. I'm not going to even entertain Logan Woodside. And from what I've seen out of these two guys, we have enough data points to look at and plenty of tape to watch to believe Ritter's the better quarterback. The only thing killing him is the turnovers. So if he can just clean that up, this Falcons team could rattle off some wins, believe it or not. And for that reason, I'm not giving up just yet. I know I'm a mental sicko for saying that, but I'm not giving up on this team just yet because I have seen some good play out of this team this year despite their three-game losing streak. And they have a favorable schedule, which at some point, maybe you're just the bad team in the matchup because you think going into the Cardinals game, the Falcons will be the favorites there. Well, not the case. Josh Jobs and the Vikings, not the case. But look at the remaining schedule for Atlanta. They're going to come out of the bye with a game against the Saints, and that's the toughest game of the whole slate. Maybe the Jets could be a little bit tougher, but you got the Saints, 500. Jets, below 500. Bucks, below 500. Panthers, below 500. Colts might even be the best team remaining, 500. Bears, below 500. Saints, 500. No one is above 500. I mean, there's an actual realistic chance that Atlanta will be the favorite in all seven of these games. And they are below 500. But they're going to be home against the Saints at 5-5. Five and five. Could be uh, uh, Jets 4-5, and five, and we still have week 11 to play out, which Atlanta will be on a bye for. But, I mean, if all those 500 teams lose, there's a very real chance that Atlanta will be playing teams all below 500 the rest of the way. And when you got that kind of cupcake schedule, yeah, I'm not going to give up just yet. Now, next up on the show, let's talk about Arthur Smith and just how hot his seat truly is. But first, a quick word from our friends over at Game Time. Now, you should not have to worry when you're trying to buy tickets to your next big event. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. So if you're trying to catch an upcoming 
Falcons game, you want to go see a Hawks game, a Bulldogs game, or anything else in your area, Game Time is the place to get last-minute tickets for the lowest price. Now, Game Time is also the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. Buy tickets in seconds with two taps. It's the place to find last-minute seats. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code FALCONSCHAT for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply, but again, create an account and redeem the code FALCONSCHAT for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Let's talk about Arthur Smith because this season is not going as we all hoped it would be going. And ultimately, when you're the head coach and you are on your way to a third straight losing season, it's going to be bleak at best for your job stability moving forward. Now, Arthur Smith was asked about whether or not he is feeling the pressure sitting at four and six. And here's what Art said to the media today. Here's the best way to answer that. No, in terms of worrying about everything outside of your control. Don't get into professional sports if you're worried about that. I love the opportunity that I get to do this. If you lose that perspective, shame on you. You embrace the good, the bad, and the pressure. The good news is we're not dead. We have a chance to do something about it. And honestly, I really liked what Arthur Smith said there, right? He hit the nail on the head with, this is professional sports. It doesn't matter who you are. No one's a fan of Arthur Smith. People are a fan of the Falcons. So the Falcons are losing. They're going to want someone to blame. And you know that's the territory going into the NFL and coaching all together across all professional sports. But he said the right things. They're not dead yet. And they have some time to figure this out. So with an easy schedule coming up, it is playoffs or bust. If you go three straight seasons of seven wins or fewer, the other Arthur, the more important Arthur in Atlanta, might want a change. And so Arthur Smith definitely knows that in the back of his mind. He knows the pressure is on. And he knows if he has a third straight year below 500, he's probably doomed in Atlanta. Now, when you look at the NFC South standings, somehow at four and six, the Falcons are still very much alive because they have two games against the division-leading Saints, one of them being in two weeks after the bye. You control your own destiny. You win those two games against New Orleans. You improve to 6-6. Six and six. The Saints then theoretically go to 5-7. and seven. It's not going to be that simple. They don't play the Saints till later. But having those two games against the Saints still means you have all the chips, right? Meaning you are con- going to control your own fate. If you win those two games, well, you get to control your own destiny moving forward. You are not at the mercy of needing the Saints to lose other games if you win those two games. Arthur Smith, ultimately, though, let's talk about just his overall performance thus far. What did Arthur Smith want to do? He wanted to run the football, okay? So he got with his GM, Terry Fontenot, and he said, use that top 10 pick on a running back like B. John Robinson. Terry Fontenot said, sure. I don't know if that was word for word how it went down, but let's just say it went something like that. Use a number eight pick on a running back. He also trades up for an offensive lineman, Matthew Bergeron, further investing in the offensive line not using either of their top two picks on defense, which was arguably the biggest issue with this team last year. So Fontenot is investing in what Arthur Smith says he needs to be successful with. He also spends a whopping $165 million on the offensive line, right? Invests in Lindstrom, extends McGarry, extends Jake Matthews, 
uses a good draft pick on Bergeron. A lot of investments have been made for what Arthur Smith believes he needs to do to be successful, and that is run the football. And where are we right now? We got B. John Robinson in Week 10 finally getting over 20 carries after having back-to-back games with 11 carries. We have Desmond Ritter throwing the ball nearly 40 times earlier in the season. Like, for what we were told would be needed and uh, required to be successful, we're in Week 11, and I don't know what this offensive identity is. Like, I kind of put it this way. If I'm at a bar and I'm talking to someone and there's a casual NFL fan and they're like, what do you do for a living? And I'm like, well, I talk about the NFL. I cover the Falcons. And they go, I haven't watched much Falcons football this year. Like, what's their offensive identity? What do they need to do on offense to be successful? I don't know what to tell them. I would say run the football, but that really hasn't been their go-to. They've been one of the more heavy run teams, but they haven't run the ball nearly as much as I thought they would. They pass it a lot, and the guy might say, oh, they have a good quarterback? Not really. Oh, is it like a young rookie quarterback? Not really. Second-year guy, so maybe a little bit. That's clearly not his strengths, but they continue to lean into it and lean out of a eighth overall pick running back. I don't know what this offensive identity is, and that's a problem. But it's a huge problem with big, right flashing lights when it's week 11. If it's week two, week three, week four, early on, that's okay. We can get through those early growing pains of the year. It's almost Thanksgiving. And what do I have to be thankful for? Not the Falcons offense, that's for sure. So will Arthur Smith be back in 2024? I'm sorry for not having much of a voice. Don't put that on me. Put that on Art. But will Arthur Smith be back in 2024? Yes or no? That's going to do it for us on today's show. If you enjoyed our content today, consider subscribing. Helps grow the channel. Costs you nothing. Gets you more Falcons content in your life. It's a win-win. 